mirror to see it. Now it's up to you to believe it. You got a purpose. What is your reason? What is your fight for? what is up everybody and welcome once again to salve's podcast i have not been here for a very long time but i think i think we got somebody real special for y'all um i think she on the other line and today we have damaya d money can you say what's up to the people? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, this one right here is uh, gotta put my glasses on for that one. This one right here is very special to me. I met uh, Demaya in college. That would have been my junior year, her senior year, I think. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Yeah, and um. <laughs> started off with the kind of person that she is okay this is this is the icebreaker that i usually do so i'm gonna start it with this so y'all we at practice one day right and uh i don't even remember the name of that play or the name of the drill that we, am i what was the name of that drill girl the six feet on because they was trying to kill us with it <laughs> <laughs> anyways we going back and forth, back and forth. So the people got to pass us the ball. So Demaya, y'all, Demaya was in front of me. It was her turn to go. <laughs> oh, the teammate, one of our teammates going to pass us the ball, right? Demaya lets the ball go past her. Mind you, this drill is get it and go, get it and go, don't stop. She lets the ball go past her, and we both just look right on behind us and watch the ball just roll on past us. Drill messed up, everything stopped. So, you know, our, our dear coach is like, who didn't get the ball? Who didn't? It was, it, who turn was it to go? <laughs> Demaya just, <laughs> just staring. I'm <laughs> just staring. And Demaya decides to laugh. So then I'm laughing. What did coach say? Get on the line. Nope. <sighs> that's a lot. Um, that's a funny memory that we have to this day. Because to this day, she still won't own up that it was her fault. She did that. She knows she did that. <laughs> you, you forgot one part, Sal. What's the one? You, you forgot that we willingly walked to the line with no no argument, no nothing, and then we laughed the whole time we ran all the way down, all the way back, run as fast as we can, but we laughing. Y'all, I'm and talking- we still in the front. I'm running. It's still in the front. I'm running with. I can't breathe. I'm holding my breath. I'm talking. We laughing. All right. Anyways, we got back to it. We finished it. Never forgave her to that day because she really? got us in trouble. Really? Anyways, um, yeah. So I brought her on here and I posted. You know what the subject is gonna be, and the main subject of this podcast is was the setback worth the wait. Was a setback worth your weight and you know i really thought that this would be the perfect person to bring on here because i feel like she's been fed and given many many trials many many setbacks many many uh downfalls and she always finds a way not with her strength but with god's strength to persevere and push through those things 
So uh, can you introduce yourself just a little bit, who you are, where you're from? Yeah, this and that. So my name is Demaya Montgomery. I'm a Hartwood, Georgia native. Um, Bulldog stand up, you know. Yeah. South Carolina, you know, y'all, we on the border, so yeah. y'all count a little bit too. Um, I, I, I started um, playing basketball at the age of three. That's been my passion since then. Um, I don't play actively anymore, but I still am surrounded by the game. Um, raised up in a Baptist church with a Christian family that has taught me a lot when it came down to spirituality and having your own relationship with God, not the relationship that they want you to have or um, not getting to know the God that they tell you about, but really and truly having a relationship with God. And I was introduced um, at a very, very early age to Christ. Um, And that has been another passion and now not even a passion, but a necessity in my life. and yeah, I mean, now I'm actively um, cultivating my own business. It's called Mad Hoops, and it stands for making a difference. Hoops I got it. Oh. Yes, I have apparel. Um, I do community events. Um, I do a lot of different things. My hands are in a lot of different things, but um, it all goes back to the word servant and serve. And that's what my purpose is to do. And that is the mission that I feel that God has set me on which is to serve and serving, you know, may be different for everybody, but that is my way to serve is by helping people that are in um, less fortunate situations or that are having a hard time. Absolutely. So that's a little bit about her. So if we can jump right into um, the message where it says the was a setback worth the wait, what does, what does that just mean to you? Like the first thing, how does that ring a bell to you? <laughs> oh man um <laughs> a setback to me um i i could i could go down a list i could i could really go down a list of things um and now my mature mind and mature spirit tells me that a setback is a roadblock and instead of us looking at setbacks in a negative way a lot of times we are going through life with a bird's eye view of things and when we step back from things or we're set back from things we can see a wider scope so you can look at it as two ways you can look at it in a physical realm of saying i've been pushed back like monopoly everybody get mad when they got to go back some spaces okay but when you step back and look at it from a spiritual lens, you say, okay, now I can really observe my opportunities. I can observe, I can observe where I went wrong. I can see what I need to do differently. Or however I can say, I can see what God wants me to do differently. Right. Um, that's good. But so this question I have for you, and it mm-hmm. says, if we know that failure and setbacks are in inevitable why do we as the people still react so poorly to them it depends i feel um and this is (laughs) this is something i I preach to the people that are close to me that are around me um even to to strangers that speak about their problems um 
not to, not to throw my homegirl on the bus because I know she's gonna listen to this. <laughs> but I was I was <laughs> I was fussing at her earlier today. Um, you know, she had some some misfortunes happen that were very frustrating to her. And I understood exactly why. And her her thoughts were, I'm good to people. I don't understand why this happens to me. I don't, I don't, I don't understand why I gotta go through this. I don't do nothing wrong. I, I haven't done anything to anybody. I said, it's not about that. It's not about you doing wrong to anybody. The Bible never tells us that as believers that we are exempt from anything. If that was the case, everybody would be believers just so they don't have to deal with anything, just so they don't have to go through things. Mm-hmm. God wants the heart. He wants that, that authentic, genuine heart. Not because of what he can do for you, but because of what you can do for him. That's like I said, going back to servant, being a servant, servitude. We want we should want to serve God, not the other way around. Right. So I told her, I said, you know, it don't have nothing to do with that. People go through things. I mean, look at the people of the Bible. So yeah, some were blameless. I mean, there are there are a lot of things that happen in the world today that we just don't understand why it happens to them. But the root cause is sin, but we'll talk about that on on another note. <laughs> people get the misconception that if I do X, Y, and Z, then X, Y, and Z will happen to me right. in a positive way. That's not how life works. That's the worldly view of things. Um, the, the world has switched things alternative to what the word says. And have we ever thought about that? Maybe this misfortune didn't happen, not because of, of our deeds, but because God was trying to save us from something right god was trying to prevent us from something my best friend she was having a hard time she said um you know i, I don't understand what it is d I, I i see these good opportunities but i'm those doors are not opening for me right and i said have you thought about that maybe god left them shut because you're supposed to be doing something completely different or something better we're, we're we're in the last days. We don't have time to be wasting. Exactly. He needs you to get to these at this point A and this point B, this point C, and handle your business. But we have this 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 selfishness that we 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 carry alone. This pride, this arrogance. You know, even the most humble person can have those same qualities. All humanity is the same. The only thing that makes the difference is Christ. Right. That's the only thing that makes the difference. That separates us from the world. Um. But yeah, I think it's 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 human nature. It's human nature to sum it up for us to pity ourselves or to think more of on a physical level. But when you really get in tune with your spirit and you align with God, he, he opens your eyes to a lot of things. And now trials don't become um, negative things for you. You say, you know what? Okay, God gave me this. Oh, I'm about to go in here and ace this. Okay. Because I know that I'm coming back when I, when I, when I ace it. I'm going to be elevated. I'm going to be elevated to a whole nother place. Right. Um, and to touch that, like, even before we go deeper to anybody listening right now, I do not want y'all to think that just because it seems like our words are right, it doesn't mean that our actions are always right either. When mm-hmm. I said that we as people react poorly to them, me and her still probably have many situations where we react poorly, where we react poorly, but you know, we know that these setbacks and failures are for a reason. And they're 
they're in like this is supposed to happen in life so we are not the perfect people but we are people that have been through things that have testimonies that can help other people because one thing i think that we fail to forget that it's the things that we're going through right now that you think you're pulling your own stuff out but it's gonna end up pulling somebody else out too come on okay oh yeah absolutely (laughs) go on but absolutely that's how i feel about that part but uh how do you feel about that um about you know help i mean telling these people now because you went through it before it may sound cliche right but the best thing that you can do is hold on Mm -hmm. the worst thing you can do is let go right and when i say let go i mean of god and it's very easy to display faith when things are going good okay but the challenge is to display that same faith when things are looking horrible when you don't know how you're going to make things happen you don't know what you, what your next meal is mm-hmm. you don't know how you're going to get over that heartbreak but when you think about it, our lives are predestined. We don't have to know how things are going to happen. God knows already. Right. He just wants us to be in a posture enough to where we can trust him and let him move. In almost every instance in the Bible where a character is spoken about, they have been in a place to where they were desperate. They were in a simple place. They were in a place that people won't view as appeasing or appealing to the eye. Mm-hmm. But well, that's what God worked the best. That's what he show out the most is in those situations. He can show out when you still feel like you're in a good place. Right. But he definitely going to show out when you're at your lowest. To show you, I'm still God. And you need me. As much as we think that we need, oh, I don't need nobody. I don't, no, yes, you do. Everybody has this independence about them. And it's a great thing. But it can be a curse as well. Yeah. You got to depend on God. And, and, and it's different when you say, oh, well, I de- my mama, she's my backbone. I depend on her for everything. My dad's my backbone. I depend on him for everything. Man, we fail all the time. And then we get mad at our brother or sister because they failed us. Right. They're human just like we are. Why not put all your strength? Why not put, I know I know we got some people that be doing that uh, prize picks that's listening. <laughs> Y'all gambling, putting your money on it. Why not bet on somebody that you know you can't lose? Wait a second. Before you keep going, don't be convicting me like that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that was for you. (laughs) I think that was for me. (laughs) I'm sorry, but keep going. (laughs) Look, 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 they tried to get me on that too, so I said, I got to know my limits. I got to know my limits. He's still working with us all. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody's a work in progress, but we, we, we have to learn how to cast, when the Bible says cast your cares, because he cares. God really does care about us. Mm-hmm. We don't have a God that sleeps, that doesn't listen, that's dead. We have, we serve a living God, so he's always active. You know, he's always active. We don't have a God that sleeps. And then a, a lot of people wonder why we've been woken up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Why, why, why am I up? Uh, who else do you think is up right now? <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. Like, and, and the thing is that I, I was praying about when I was going to work. It dawned on me and it was like my eyes were just open. 
that life is more than just life. It's warfare. So when you think about it, don't you want to be on a winning team? You know we competitors. Okay. We we don't like to lose at all. I hate it playing against the fire. Oh. All right. <laughs> Hated it. I didn't. I look still to this day. I, I I use my competitiveness in other arenas, but why not put yourself in a position to where you? God has already told us we're going to win, even before we we were born, before we were conceived. We're going to win. Yeah, we're going to win, but you got to pick your side and you got to stay there. I said, you know, I hated playing against you when we had to break off, but fun fact or an encouraging moment, why would you not want to be in a group or, you know, around the people that will push you more? I use basketball as a scenario, but if you look at that as a whole life and you bring somebody like you into my life, why would you not want to have that person in your group to push you towards progress? You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And some people get um they get more so intimidated. Intimidated with with that instead of looking at somebody as an asset, which is why I, I strongly believe that it's imperative to have somebody like a spiritual person in your life that is not scared of you. <laughs> They're not scared to tell you, look, you slipping. You I don't know what kind of mess you're talking, but you 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 got something else going on. <laughs> you in trouble. But, Come out. Yeah. Like you, you look you you got to have people like that. Everybody can't just be um, your your friend. You got to have some warriors around you. Right. That's going to really fight for you. I'm not talking about physically. That too, if it comes down to it. Okay. <laughs> but when you can't get on your knees and pray. Yeah, we not can, but can't pray. <laughs> when that depression has swallowed your friend up and your worries ain't, 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 ain't penetrating their heart. You got to have somebody that know how to get on their knees and pray. Right. How to fast for your friend. How to, not your friend, your sister, to fa- your brother, how to fast for them. Because it's real out here. Yeah. It's real. I mean, we see it every day. Some of the 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 the, the highest names in the world having issues, having some of the same issues that we have. Nobody's exempt. Nobody's exempt. But the difference is, the the preacher talked about that. My pastor talked about that Sunday. Everybody falls. But the difference in between the people that are worldly and the people that are spiritual, the people that are attached to God, is the worldly may fall seven times Mm -hmm. and stay there. The righteous will fall seven times, but they're going to get up seven as well. Right. They're going to get up. And like you said earlier, it's not by our strength, our physical strength. But Christ, Christ alone. So when we talk about setbacks, I got a question for you. Why do you think it's always in the end when we win or when we finally come out of something or, you know, something happened good? Why do you think that's then when we realize, oh, that was a setback? Like, why do we always realize it in the end that, that was a setback that was to prepare me for something better. Why not? Why, do, why don't we realize it during the process? Our faith. Yeah. Um, the world is, is full of things that are tangible, that we can feel. Um, 
we're in t- that are tangible that we can't feel, that we more so can see. Right. We can't see what God is doing all the time. We can't. And then we get into a place of where we feel isolated or we feel like God has left us. On the isolation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, you know, we told you we talking about this together, but you really just you talking about me, y'all. But keep going. Talk about isolation. Maybe I need I need to learn about it. A lot of times isolation can be more so in your mind. Okay. We think up these different scenarios that aren't gonna happen. And the devil plays with that and intensifies. That's his job. He's deceitful. He's deceptive. He makes these things feel bigger than they are and say, you know, you don't need them. You don't need to have nobody around. Now that prayer worry that you had, you done shut them out. The people that love you, you done shut them out. And now it's just you and him talking in the room. Now you're depressed. That isolation has turned into a depression. Now that depression has turned into suicidal thoughts. Not wanting to eat. Mental issues. Bipolar disorder. Schizophrenia. A lot of times, it, it, it's just like a, a small seed. When you do something one time, and then you do it two times, and you do it three times, then you start to build a habit. Mm. You start to build a habit. And a lot of times we do things blindly. Instead of putting God first, we like to put him after all of the other things that we feel like are our priority. Wow. If we would learn to put God first, the, the pastor, he, he spoke about this Sunday as well. He described it as a trellis. It's called a trellis. It's how a tire is, like the old school tire on a bicycle. It has a like a middle spigot. And then it has those pieces that branch out from the middle spigot. If we have God, that's that spigot, that middle piece, everything that branches out is fruitful. Mm, that's good. But when we rearrange things, and then we got that job in the middle, or we have that relationship in the middle, and then we act as if God is supposed to be a branch out from it, it's going to crumble every time. It's going to crumble every time. We have to put faith first, which is why a lot of times we don't see what God is doing after. But sometimes God will not hide it, but he'll put a veil over it mm. so that we don't understand why all is going. Because he want to see where our faith is. He want to see that when we was praying, when we did get that promotion and everything was cruising, he want to see if we're going to have the same type of energy. That's our test. Well, as they learn how to dance in the rain. I'm going to dance anyhow. <laughs> and when you don't feel like dance, my mom say, when I can't shout, I'm going to wave my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wave my hand. Oh. I'm, I'm going to do something to show God. That I, I, I know what you, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you're doing something. I know you're doing something. Because I know how you work. And you haven't failed me yet. And you haven't failed anybody yet. And you won't. You're a God that never fails. Hmm. You got me a little messed up with that one. So I'm gonna come back to that. So I need to. Uh, there were three questions, and I'm supposed to go to question number two next, but I have to jump to number three. And it says, 
He talked about faith, but it says, why is vulnerability needed um, during this process? And before you talk, I'm going to say that I, you, I see this as an example that, you know, a lot of times we see a movie when we go to this movie theater and we watch this movie and the movie, we walk out and we say, oh, this movie, that movie was good. Like um, they created it so well, but we see that without all the behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I take that as that you just won't and you you will not be able to see the realist and the struggle that got you there without the behind the scenes. And when I say behind the scenes is the the job that told you no, the relationship that failed, uh, the sickness in your body, like uh, nobody's seen those things. But the reason why the movie came out so beautiful is because of the vulnerability we had during that time of being behind the scenes. So I'm going to ask you that question again. Why is vulnerability needed during the process to you? Because that same vulnerability in your story and in your testimony can save so many people. Right. And it can save them to a point to where it gives them deliverance. Mm. a lot of times we view vulnerability as weakness being open right a lot of times we don't like that nobody wants to look weak nobody (laughs) not even women want to look weak because now you feel like people are gonna try you Mm -hmm. they're gonna try to attack you they're gonna you're opening up the gateway. However, you cannot have a guard up and then ask God to come in. You can't. That's like you calling your mama right now and say, tell her, come to my room right quick and your door lock. <laughs> your door. <I'm- laughs> How she going to get in and say, unless you unlock it? Ooh, come on, Demaya. God is a, is a God of free will. He allows us to make the decision. Now, I will say as well, you it's a process to learn to be vulnerable. It is. And that's something that I had to personally ask God to help me with. I'm not, I used, I'm, I'm going to say, I, in the past, I wasn't the most open. I wasn't the most vulnerable. No, I wasn't. Because I felt like my, my vulnerability would make people uncomfortable. Mm. or would make people see me who for who I truly am. And I wasn't comfortable with who I was. But when I got comfortable and understood that how I'm made is not by what somebody created me to be, but except for God. He created me in his likeness, in his image. So I'm good. Now I got to learn how to navigate these different emotions. And people don't understand that emotion is a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift to be able to feel things. The body is an amazing thing. And you know this for yourself. Oh, human anatomy. Oh, my gosh. As much as it, it's so many things that the world or the scientists or the researchers of this world have thought that they figured out. 
they can't really figure out the body and how it does what it does, especially after death. Right. Ooh, yeah. I was doing my little, <laughs> you know how I get sometimes. I get to I get to reading and I get yeah. to try to put two and two together. And moving so quick. I was, yeah, I was praying and I was like, well, if they saying this, well, why can't they figure out why the water and the land are separate? Right. There seems to be may, way more water than land. The Bible tells us that the water has overtaken all of this land before. All of the world before. When you go to the beach, why don't that water swallow you up right then? It's called divinity. God is divine. Our brains cannot comprehend his knowledge, his wisdom, how he lays things out, the blueprint. If God said move right now, that water would swallow up the land. That's good because now I'm sitting here thinking, why why doesn't the ocean keep going? Like, you know, God, it, uh, God's power is everywhere around woo-hoo. us. We we like to see it in our lives or in circum certain circumstances. Yeah. But think about it. Nature, nature itself has been waiting for Christ's return, has been waiting for God prophecies and the things that are supposed to happen they've been waiting on that longer than we have mm-hmm. but we get impatient for five minutes five, ten seconds <laughs> them trees don't move when them roots are in that ground unless somebody knock it down but it waits nature doesn't move without god at all why do we think we can and survive we can't now yes we have more power than nature when it comes down to our rights, because God created us a little bit below the angels. Now, check, fact check that. That's biblical. That's biblical. Once we understand, literally, when we understand who we are, once we grow our relationship with Christ consistently and learn the word, we are so unstoppable. We are so unstoppable. And that mindset change that God will give you when you do those things will take you so far in life through situations and you'll be able to carry people with you straight to the throne. Yeah, I'm sitting here. Um, This is about to get a little bit off subject, but just kind of a testimony thing. It's probably ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about, but... Y'all, as she's talking, I'm sitting here writing. Y'all can see me, you know, typing. I'm writing my own notes because of the things that she's saying that is speaking to me. And she just said something. And I don't know if a lot of you guys know, but I'm going to get on it and get right back off. And she just said that nature doesn't move without God. I want to purposely thank you for confirming that for me. And not that I was struggling, but it gave me more easiness because a lot of you probably don't know that. You know, I lost my house back in last December due to this massive pine tree that just split the house right down the middle. Lost everything. Um, was out living in a hotel for three to four months. And when you said that nature does not move without God, even even the more confirmed that it was a God thing. Okay, things, it looked so nasty. It felt so scary but even in that moment even in 
Come on, even in that setback, <laughs> the reason behind that is because the nature wasn't going to move without God. So that was a God intended thing, even in that setback. And in that moment, I didn't realize it until the end. And I want to wrap it back around is that this is why I say you need good people in your circle like this, because they allow you to see these things. You need people that can share uh, knowledge and wisdom with you that you don't have so you can build on that and learn on it with each other so I'm done with that that was good to me but I'm done I'm done I'm sorry for cutting you off oh I'm not because you forgot something what I forget you forgot how nasty and ugly it was when it happened but you forgot to say that God's grace and mercy still showed in that situation because no everybody came out unscathed uh, okay not touched not touched trapped but still got out my... sometimes the first exit plan don't work but god created a new one how because <laughs> didn't you say y'all tried to get out one way and y'all couldn't couldn't y'all couldn't get out Mm-mm. but when y'all did his glory showed again right there it showed again and you said you know we couldn't get out one way but got out the other i want to let the people know also and i think you can attest to this is that the first time we tried to get out that was the first setback the second time we tried to get out, that was another setback because it looked hard. At first, it looked hard. Mm-hmm. It looked like we could not mm-hmm. do it, but we got out. So in this process of setbacks, it was worth that wait the first time. Um, am I, you know, I'm not supposed to get towed up on here. What you doing? Say, say. I know you guys. That, that door y'all was trying to go out of. Ooh. It looked easy, but it was hard when you got to it. It wasn't what you thought it was. But that second go round, that's why I say, it, it, Sab, if, if y'all wouldn't have tried to attempt again, if you just gave up right there, that's why I was saying earlier, just letting go where it gets you. Just stopping all the way together. Where it gets you, nowhere. It, it leads to death. That's good. I would rather go forward or backward, but at least I know I'm moving. I'm I'm moving. Now I can make the necessary adjustments, but if I stay right here It'll where be- I'm at, the only reason I'm going to stay right here where I'm at is if God tell me to wait and he meet me right here in the middle of this mess. That's the only way. God has to meet me. If he tell me to my, be still, because sometimes God, he'll tell you to do things that you like. Be still. It's raining outside. You want me to get... I don't wanna, yeah, I don't want to put on being still for... I need to be going to the house. But then he give you this divine revelation. And you say, you know what? It just makes you stop questioning God. Sometimes God, got he got to test you. He, he got to make you look right. dumb sometimes. And <laughs> then <laughs> right there in the rain. But what comes after the rain? <laughs> the rainbow. <laughs> the rainbow. The most beautiful thing ever. This can't be explained too, but you know that's a whole another that's a whole another episode. The Bible says rain comes a harvest, and we cannot forget that. But what do you have to do before you even get to the harvest? You got to plant the seed. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I want y'all to hear me clear when I say this: every seed ain't good. Every seed ain't good. So if you feel like the harvest that you're reaping is negative, 
think about the seeds that you planted. Whether that's with your mouth, speaking on somebody else, speaking negatively about yourself, having low self-esteem. And everybody has gone through these things. That's why you have to take it to God because it's too much for us to bear. It is. It is. But don't get me wrong either. You got to have patience when you sow that seed. It may seem like, oh, this this ain't nothing until it starts to bloom. Right. It starts to blossom to the point to where if you think in your mind a farmer having a bag so full that he can't carry it. Because mm. God, a lot of times, he, he blesses an overflow. Double what the Bible said, you won't have room enough to receive it. Ooh. But be careful. Be careful. That's why the, the, the tongue is so powerful. Speak a healthy harvest over your life. Don't just speak it though. Take action. Because faith without works is dead. Take action. <clears throat> plant those positive seeds. Plant those good seeds. Even when you plant a seed and somebody turn around and do you dirty. Mm, don't, be upset. don't be upset. It's hard because we're human. But blessed are those who suffer. Because what's going to happen is you're going to reap that benefit and that harvest here on earth. But we're not just trying to store up riches here. right? Because this life is fleeting very fast. It's nothing compared to what God got planned for us, which is eternity. Think about 60 years, 70 years versus eternity. Huge difference. So don't just think about that harvest here. Think about what you're doing and storing up rich-wise in heaven. That's good. I, um, while we're talking about this, the people that are listening and that this speaks to, I don't want y'all to think that what we're talking about has to be this really deep, deep struggle or setback or this just traumatic thing it can be the smallest struggle mm-hmm. smallest thing you can't get past that means something because your smallest struggle is really the most deepest within so I don't want y'all mm-hmm. to think that your setback or whatever you're going through is minute because we are not talking about only the big things we're talking about all things right now the things yes. you don't talk about yes absolutely um i uh let me get the question we're gonna the last <laughs> we're gonna talk about question three it's gonna be our last question um so i'm sorry it's it's technically question two but it says uh there is a trajectory that we need of skin in order to do things or get through a season or setback. Why? A lot of things go back to us, people, and us thinking in the physical realm of things. And I think that we we underestimate how much spiritual is involved in life. Um, and we listen to everybody else. Um, I've seen a lot of people that are following and not leading. Mm -hmm. 
you have leaders that are supposed to be breaking generational curses. Right. Um, leading their families, strangers. I mean, but it is so easy to get caught up. Everybody, everybody is is on social media now. Yeah. And you got so many people. Or they're they're speaking as if they know for hundred percent. They're life coaches with no degree. Um they're they're trying to help you do this. Like I I mean you can I I, I listen to Audible <clears throat> and if I type in money, you got a, a million authors telling you how to get rich quick. You got other avenues that are telling you how to have better skin, how to build consistent habits. It's it's an overload of information. Everybody wants to be at their best, but you can't be at your best if you don't know what your best is. Mm-hmm. You can't base your best off of somebody else's that's beside you, or somebody that you admire, or somebody that you see. You don't know what people go through, and inadvertently, those same spirits that they go through and battle with we put on ourselves because we're trying to emulate them so tightly bishop tdjs he was speaking and he said um that you know he had heard people had come to him said you know i wish i had your gift he said you wish you had my gift but you don't know what i went through right you do you think you can take what the pain and the setbacks like we're talking about do you think you can take that stuff because everybody is not built the same everybody everybody's built different so that's that's a valid statement people say oh i'm built different However, your build is tailor-made. It's custom. Don't get me wrong. Now, it is people. It, God does send people that can talk to you, give you advice. I'm not saying don't listen to nobody. Right. Because that's not wise. However, you cannot listen to everybody. Because... You gotta have a little bit of... Uh, discernment and discernment to really know where you're coming from right now <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are not gonna catch that one look well i'll say it again <laughs> don't ever get to a place to where you can't learn but be careful who you're learning from right don't fix yourself to their lifestyle or to their beliefs but you still got to be your own self at the end of the day did eve think that the serpent was helping her hmm hmm when he told her to eat that apple. She believed it so much so that she took a bite out of it. Right. And it rewrote the entire history of the human race. The entire history. Listening to the wrong person can change your whole trajectory. There was a young boy. He was about 13 years old. Him and his friend went and um, they wanted to go to the fair. They were poor. They didn't have, you know, a lot at all. And the mother didn't have anything to give them so that they can go to the fair. Well, as young as they were, they came up with an idea to go 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 clean some yards, you know, see if they can scrape up some money. And they went to this older lady's house and she had on some jewelry and stuff and they decided to rob her. Hmm. Well, she accidentally ended up being killed. That young, those, those young men are still incarcerated to this day. Wow. 
Now, had one of them had said, no, that ain't no good idea. Their trajectory would have definitely would have been different. But people can feed you little stuff bit by bit. Bit by bit. And you look up and you like, how did I get here? Right. Your circle is very important. Just like your environment. Just like your environment. I think that's it is very important. I think that's really important. Um, because this whole thing is, you know, was your setback worth the wait? But I think a lot of times we think what's holding us up and causing that setback is ourself. But what you just said is mm-hmm. open your eyes, who in your circle? Look around. Is mm-hmm. it them that has you stuck in the mud and you can't mm-hmm. move forward? Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not you. Hello? Jesus had 12 disciples, close ones. Okay. He, had, he had many. He had many. And this for the for some of the ones that got a lot of friends. Right. Two of them caused him to get... But that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. We, we ain't even gonna, gonna go all the way there. Nice. But you have you got to be careful who's around you. But then let me go. Let me go another another step further, Sarah. Go ahead. God had angels in the heavenlies of heavenlies. Lots of angels that had different jobs, and I'm not I'm not going to elaborate too much on that because that's a whole other thing. But the word the the name Lucifer is light bearer. That's what that word means. That's why it's Satan now. Lucifer was a cherubim. He protected the throne of God. Do you hear what I'm telling you? I hear you. He was that close to God. And what did he do? He didn't have to do nothing. Where is he at right now is the question. (laughs) But but the thing is too, Sam, and this this is what I mean when I say proximity. Who's around you? He didn't just take him. He had them got people on his side, other angels on his side to to be on the same mindset as he as he is. And there was a heavenly war. Not just him against all the angels. Right. It was angels against angels. Sometimes it's the ones closest to you. That want everything that you have. That want everything that you have. They see something in you that you don't see in yourself. Mm. It's real. But that's not to be said to be fearful. It's to be said to be cautious. And to pay attention. Because God don't play about his people. Let's put that out there. I'm his daughter. (laughs) Hello? He don't play. Now... God sees all. And sometimes you don't even have to say nothing. It's been so many times in my life where I prayed to God about different people or people that I thought were friends. And I was like, God, I want to have a conversation with him. I want to. But it unfolded right in front of me without me opening my mouth. Mm. He showed me what I needed to see without me saying anything to anybody except for him. And a lot of times when you, when you move with genuine intent and you, you move with godly intent, those people have to come back oh, and apologize yeah. 
and a, I, I've experienced it so many times. They have to apologize. But in the same token, sometimes we have to go back and admit our wrong and apologize because God will give us a revelation say, look, you should have handled that different yourself. Yeah. And that goes back to the vulnerability. You have to be open. You're not going to know this stuff if you just, your heart, your heart is hard all the time. Right. How do you want to have a husband or a wife with a heart that's hardened, a successful marriage with a hardened heart? Exactly. You can't. Loving your children properly or when you do have kids, you, you got to open up. You've got to open up. And God is the best one to be vulnerable with, to begin with. And he will lead the way from there. He always does. He's a master orchestrator. Let him do what he does. Well, so I got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Was your setback or setbacks worth the wait? 100% yes. I gained things that I wouldn't have gained if I didn't go through anything. Yeah. And when when you tell your testimony to people, sometimes it may just seem like words. But when you really speak on something that you know for a fact that God has brought you through and it had nothing to do with you, your testimony hits different. It hit different. Versus me saying, oh, I did this, I did that. No. It's been times in my life where I told God, I don't know how. I don't know what. But I need you. I'm I'm trusting you. Like you everything have, I have. Because I can't do it no more. <laughs> it's killing me. You have to do it. It's killing me. Literally. I can't. And it's important to say, you know, I was really open to someone really important in my life. Uh a couple of weeks ago and it's very important I don't when I say this I want people to think that it's wrong to say this because you have to be truthful with yourself but it's very important I let them know I was like I just can't do this anymore by myself God is literally gonna have to come pull me out of it and I say that because now I need to say it's because I don't want to like it's okay to say I don't want mm -hmm. I don't want to come up out of this like, I just don't want to do it but if you're mm -hmm. truthful Okay, you were truthful, and then now you're vulnerable with me, and now I'm gonna come get you. So I, Absolutely. it's important to be truthful and to say I just don't want to come up out of it now. Absolutely, transparency, that vulnerability, and and honesty. God knows all, anyways. Right. But it's about us being honest with ourselves. Yeah. And when you learn to be honest with yourself, it becomes like a code of ethics, honesty. And your word has more power to it. Your word has more power to it. And that's one thing that God does not like is a lukewarm person. Mm. That Meaning that you're in between. Right. You say one thing and you do another. I think the next course of action is really doing what you say. Like I, I, I'm very big on if I say I'm going to do something, I got to do it now. I don't put my word on it. Yeah. My word is all I have. My word is all I have. 
building trust. Well, sometimes God don't even speak. But that's why he that's where the power is, is that he does exactly what he said he's going to do. Sometimes he'll give you a time frame, sometimes he won't. But it's it's going to be perfect whenever he does it. It's going to be perfect. And and it's going to be perfect when he does it. But, you know, we're not going to be perfect. We might go back to whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. we're definitely not going to be perfect. Uh, and that's what the setback is for. And when we go back again, then we get more realization of why we need to move forward. And now I think that kind of draws everything to the conclusion that the setback, every setback you that you have should have been and should be now worth the wait. I think mm-hmm. the whole thing to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Man, that was... Uh, um, that was he- that was heavy, y'all. Uh, Demaya, she this is a, this is one that's full with a lot of stuff. I mean, she's just full with it all. So if you ain't ready to talk and be real, then don't go talk to her. Because if you're not ready to be open, don't talk to her. <laughs> don't talk to her. Um, she's full with a lot of a lot of like wisdom, a lot of knowledge, and that doesn't mean that she's not still learning, but. Um, she definitely uh, has a lot, a lot of knowledge behind her, and that's why I chose to bring her on. I, you know, I really hope that this reaches a lot of people, and most importantly, to the person I'm talking to now, to the person who's listening to this right now. I hope that it reaches you um, personally. And I want to make one more thing: is that when we're when we talking this a lot, especially with me and her. God is going to be mentioned. If you don't want to be, if you want to be my friend and you want to talk to me and you don't want to hear about God, just go on about your way. Yeah. <laughs> because, <stay at> him. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be mentioned. I mean, in, in, in life and just being you, you can't do anything without him, without him coming mm-hmm. up in the conversation. So mm-hmm. if you don't want to talk about that, this, this podcast ain't for you because he's going to be mentioned. So Absolutely. I, uh, I want to thank you. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm, I'm no, I thank you. I, I I think I'm definitely honored. This is my first time being on a podcast, and it was nobody that I would rather have be the first on, other than uh, Savantha. Okay, tread lightly. <laughs> you right on No, seriously, y'all. This is a a true a true friend, a a true sister. Um, in my life, and I'm very thankful. The song that we played, we're gonna leave out of here with the song. The song we played at the beginning is called "Stand Up" uh, by Jasmine Sullivan. I'm going a little bit off the radar now, but it was played in the movie Emmett Till that was released last year, and I think it's a real heavy movie. But y'all gotta go see it. That's why it's for the culture. But um, it was it was played in that movie, and it's called "Stand Up," and uh. Um, we're going to end it with that, and I, I think that relates a lot to this topic. But once again, I want to thank y'all so much once again from uh, for joining this podcast. Um, I really hope that you can stick with me. I hope that it meant a lot to you, and I hope that you can use it and you know put it to your story and, and your life. Once again, Demaya, thank you so much. Always. For always. joining <laughs> me. Um, 
Yep, I want to thank all of y'all and um, continue to stick with me in this podcast. Oh,